This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Today on the podcast, I'm talking about 40 jazz standards that you should know, and I'm going to break them down by categories so that you can see which categories you need to fill in some more jazz standards on. So let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, He's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. We want musicians just like you learn how to play jazz, all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, my friends. Do appreciate you. Hey, by the way, if you've been listening for a while and you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. So if it's Apple Podcasts, you click that little plus button in the app. And Spotify, you can just go ahead and follow the podcast. Really do appreciate that. Just helps uh, helps the podcast, of course, but also helps you not miss out on any episodes that we come out with. And who knows? Maybe this episode or the next episode is just the one you need to help improve your jazz playing and fill in that gap that's been missing for a while. So speaking of gaps, perhaps you might need to learn some new jazz standards. In fact, I'm going to go out on a ledge and say you definitely need to learn some more jazz standards because the more jazz standards you learn, the better you will get at playing jazz. It's really that simple. That's why in our Inner Circle membership, that is the na- the main thing that we do. We learn one new jazz standard every single month because we see our members improving month after month with the more harmonic lessons they're learning, the more improvisational things that they have to conquer, and it just gets better and better. And of course, if you want to go play at public jam sessions, or perhaps you want to get your own gig, or you already are doing these things, you need to learn some more tunes so that not only is it a good time to learn more tunes, but you'll know the tunes in order to play with others, right? No one likes to go to a jam session and feel like they don't really know the tunes that are being called or you know, playing a gig and you're really just playing the same tunes over and over again, or even just playing alone in your practice room and feeling like you just keep playing the same songs over and over again. It's a good idea to have an array of different kinds of jazz standards you learn. So that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this episode today. Like I mentioned in the intro, we're going to break this down, these 40 jazz standards I'm talking about, which is a lot of jazz standards, into smaller categories of jazz standards. And I'm doing that for two reasons. One, so that you don't feel overwhelmed, right? You don't have to learn all 40 of these. But two, so that you can look and see which jazz standards make more sense for you to learn. Okay, so let's go ahead and start talking about our first category, which is going to bring us through six jazz standards. And this category is called Start Up Standards. Startup standards. So the reason I call this startup standards is because these are good standards that not only could be good for beginners to know, but also they're standards that are so fundamental 
that it would be detrimental for any jazz aspiring jazz musician to not know them. Okay, so so jazz standard number one is Autumn Leaves, our good friend Autumn Leaves. Right now, Autumn Leaves is a great jazz standard to learn because it cycles through a major two five one chord progression, most important chord progression in jazz, and then goes to a minor. 251 chord progression, another one of the most important jazz chord progressions, right? And not only that, it deals with relative keys. It's in the key of G minor, but it starts actually in the relative major, which is B flat major. So it's G minor is the parent key center, and B flat major is the relative major. Now, this is a very common concept in jazz standards. So really, Autumn Leaves is a great one for everyone to start with because of all the basic things that are included in it. Okay, the next one that is really good to learn is So What by Miles Davis. So it's this one. Right now, So What is a great tune to learn because there is, well, first of all, it's an intro to modal harmony okay so modal jazz being an important style of jazz to know but really it just deals with two chords it deals with a concert d minor and uh concert e flat minor right okay so really we're just basing it all off of the d dorian mode and the e flat dorian mode okay so this is a good intro into modes and modal harmony okay the next Jazz standard, jazz standard number three in startup standards is Blue Bossa by Kenny Dorham. So Blue Bossa is what I would consider a great intro into Bossa Nova, right? So right? Not only that though, it's a great intro into minor jazz standards that are based in minor keys, right? Uh, also has a cool little section during the bridge where it goes to D flat major, which is kind of cool. It's also an introduction to kind of non-diatonic harmony within jazz standards, meaning harmony that isn't associated with the parent key center. So number three is Blue Bassa. Number four is Take the A Train by Duke Ellington. Okay, Take the A Train Really great one to know. There's not a lot to it, honestly. It's really mostly in concert C major, two five ones into C major, and just a classic one to know. Really helpful. Number five is All of Me. All of Me is, again, a very classic jazz standard, but it's also a great introduction into the concept of secondary dominance. So it starts in C major, right? Then it goes into E7. Okay, that's a secondary dominant going into this chord right here, the A7, which is the sixth chord. Now, the sixth chord is also a secondary dominant because it's turned into a dominant seventh chord instead of a minor seventh chord going into the two chord, which is a D minor seventh chord. So if you don't understand what secondary dominants are, talk about this a lot on the podcast. We're not going to talk about it today, but all of me is a context of which you can learn what secondary dominants are and how to navigate them. Okay, the last song for startup standards is number six, and that is Song for My Father, okay? Very easy, again, sort of bossa nova-based or Latin-based groove, so you want to know some of those. 
And it's by Horace Silver, just a very memorable melody and a good one to know. So easy songs, most of them here. Uh, All of Me, you could argue, is a little bit more complicated. Um, but most, for the most part, these are fairly easy songs to learn and get started with and will be packed full of tons of different lessons, okay? So that is Startup Standards, my friends. Okay, the next category of jazz standards is called Advanced Essentials. Okay, so Advanced Essentials. What are Advanced Essentials? So I call these advanced because they typically have a little bit more complicated harmony going on there. There's going to be a little bit more challenges when it comes to improvisation, but I call them essentials because they're basically songs you cannot get away with knowing, not knowing rather, if you're trying to go play out live, play a jam session. These are fairly commonly called tunes, and not only that, they're packed full of great lessons. So the first one in Advanced Essentials, song number seven, is All the Things You Are. really great song goes through five different keys i believe that's why it's kind of advanced but it's really important song really fun to improvise over and kind of mastering this song really opens things up for you number eight is stella by starlight okay stella by starlight very challenging song but for some reason it's one that a lot of that uh, even beginners learn so sounds like this Okay, so Stella by Starlight, really great song to learn. It is difficult, but totally worth it and definitely an essential. All right, number nine is Alone Together. Okay, that one, really good tune, really good minor tune to learn. Gotta be called a lot. Number 10 is Have You Met Miss Jones. I love Have You Met Miss Jones because... It starts in F major, so F major 7. Then it has this passing, passing diminished chord, subs out the 6th chord, then 2, 5 to 1. Okay, so passing diminished, it's a great lesson in that. The bridge is what's really interesting. It's kind of like the intro to, to like, the precursor to giant steps changes, Coltrane changes. It goes, goes to B flat major 7, then to G flat major 7, then to D major 7, and then back to... Uh, whoops, back to G flat major seven and then back to the A section with F major. So a really interesting song. Number 11 is It Could Happen to You. Right, great tune, really important one to know. Lots of passing diminished chords, lots of diatonic harmony. Number 12 is Days of Wine and Roses. Right, great tune. Uh, F major um, also has the this uh, what we call a, a chromatic two five or a sidestep two five in it. So great harmony to learn. So that's advanced essentials. So all the things you are still by Starlight, alone together. Have you met Miss Jones? It could happen to you. Days of wine and roses. All right, let's move on to the next category, 
which is a very important category, and that is ballads, jazz ballads. There are so many jazz ballads worth learning, worth, uh, worth knowing, but these are just ones that are both common and have some great things to teach you. So number 13 is Body and Soul. This is a very complicated tune. To be honest with you, I don't actually know this one anymore. I'd have to relearn it again. I definitely knew it at one point, but I would say that this one, if you hear it being called somewhere in your circles, definitely learn this one, a very common one. So number 14 would be Misty. Great tune to learn. Number 15 is In a Sentimental Mood. Great Duke Ellington one. Great minor ballad. Number 16 is My Funny Valentine. This is another one that I actually don't really know anymore. I haven't played it in so long. However, it's one that a lot of people know and call. So I think this is one worth knowing. Number 17 is The Nearness of You. beautiful song. This is actually one that I uh, sing my daughter uh, before I put her down for a nap or go to bed. So, you know, great song, number 17, The Nearness of You. So there's so many more jazz ballads, but this is a good list to think about. So this is the category jazz ballads, Body and Soul, Misty in a Sentimental Mood, My Funny Valentine, and The Nearness of You. Okay, so let's move on to the next all-important category, which is bossa novas okay so bossa novas are important to the style of jazz um you know that this is kind of the intersection between brazilian music and american music jazz in this case coming together and so really having a handful of these in your arsenal is good so we already did talk about blue bossa but technically blue bossa is as a is kind of it's still a bossa nova but it's again it was created by kenny dorham who was an American composer. It's totally fine, doesn't matter, still the same style, but more of what we're talking about here is pretty much all tunes, save one, written by Antonio Carlos Jobim. So I'll run through them really quickly. Number 18 is The Girl from Ipanema. Everybody needs to know that one, whether you hate it or whether you love it. It's just, or, to get it, or you're tired of like someone coming up and calling it at uh, your gig or whatever. You still need to know it. Good tune, very complicated and strange bridge but it's a good one. Number 19 is Wave. Um, great uh, bossa nova for sure to learn. Number 20 is Corcovado or the English lyrics, Quiet Nights, Quiet Stars. Right, great tune. Um, How Insensitive is number 21. Love that uh, Frank Sinatra version of it. Number 22 is Triste. Really fun bossa nova. Number 23 is Recordame. Got 
Okay, really great tune. This is a Joe Henderson tune, actually. So it's not a Brazilian composer here. And one could argue that it's whatever, a mixture of Latin rhythms, but Bossa Nova essentially is what it is. And it's a really common song to know. Plus, it's really cool melody. Um, Joe Henderson, I really love Joe Henderson compositions. Okay, so that's a good handful of Bossa Novas to learn. So again, Bossa Nova is this category. The Girl from Ipanema, Wave, Corcovado, How Insensitive, Triste, and Recordame. All right, let's get to another important category in jazz. And this category is called bebop, okay? Bebop obviously is a really important style of tune that we need to know how to play. Charlie Parker um, and Dizzy Gillespie, they were kind of in the, the late 40s, in the 40s really, going into the 50s. The bebop people, they started this movement of bebop where it kind of turned jazz from more of a swing-based, danceable music into more of a virtuosic, improvisation-based music, okay? So let me run through them. These are all really good. Number 24 is Scrapple from the Apple. Number 25 is Blues for Alice. Number 26 is Ornithology. Yeah, so that one's just like um, what we call a contrafact of how high the moon, right? So contrafact meaning we take the chord changes and we just superimpose a different melody over top of that. So that's ornithology. Number 27 is anthropology, which is a contrafact of I Got Rhythm. So it's a rhythm changes head by Charlie Parker. And then number 28 is confirmation. I do not know how to play confirmation anymore, but it is a very popular song and it is a good head to learn honestly some of the best advice i can give you for learning how to play bebop better in jazz language as we play it today is learn a bunch of bebop heads they are kind of tricky to learn however they really pay off as far as improvisation goes so that is bebop tunes so scrapple from the apple blues for alice ornithology anthropology confirmation i forgot to mention about blues for alice that blues for alice is an example of what we call Charlie Parker court, uh, blues, right? So a bird blues. So it's actually turns the, the one chord into a major seventh chord, then a, a two, five, two, six, and then then to the four chord, and it's a major, then minor in this chromatic step down situation, back to the tonic. So that's a good example of a bird blues. So that's something else that's kind of useful to know. All right, speaking of the blues, let's go into the next categories, which is blues tunes, okay? So blueses are really important to learn. Blues is like the cornerstone of jazz, so totally worthwhile learning. So number 29 is Billy's Bounce. Okay, great blues head to learn. That's another Charlie Parker one, so it is a bebop head. You could also include that in the bebop category. Um, number 30 is all blues. Miles Davis off Kind of Blue. It's actually in 3-4, so that's why it's a great one uh, to learn. Uh, Sunny Moon for Two is number 31. This one's actually a really easy head. That's basically it. And it just walks down the minor pentatonic scale. So really easy one to learn. Uh, next one is Now is the Time. That's another Charlie Parker one, but it's actually a pretty easy head as well. 
A straight no chaser is number 33. That's a Thelonious Monk one. Number 34, probably my favorite one, is called Sandu. I just like that one. We're actually studying that one in our inner circle membership right now. So a lot of a lot of members are having a lot of fun working on Sandu. So that's the blues. So 29 was Billy's Bounce, all blues, Sunday Moon for two. Now is the time, Straight Note Chaser and Sandu. So a lot of good ones to pick there. All right. So now let's go to a very, very special one, a very uh, special category. And we're going to call this one some of Brent's favorites. So let's let's call it Brent's current top six. And when I say current, honestly, it, they change a lot. So some of these tunes are definitely like, hey, you should know these tunes. Others of them are kind of up for determination, whether you'd like to or not. So for example, number 35 is I'll Be Seeing You. So sounds like this. I mean, such a beautiful song. Then, yeah, it's just a great song. So um, that one you can play as a medium swing. I like to play it a lot, but you can play it whatever you'd like. Number thirty-six is called "Secret Love." So this one is usually played as an up-tempo tune, but I actually like playing this one as a ballad. This was a good one. Secret Love. Uh, I think I got the ballad idea from uh, Brad Meldow, I think is who I heard play that one. Uh, Number 37 is Polka Dots and Moonbeams. great one number 38 is my shining hour i mean this one is just a great tune i like playing this one medium up number 39 is a tune called freight train this is also a bird blues in a flat it's actually written by tommy flanagan but it can be heard on the kenny burrell and john coltrane album uh so it's a great collaboration honestly i think tommy flanagan plays piano on it so freight train is a great one and then we have number 40, which is a Thelonious Monk tune called Let's Cool One. Yeah, great one. Yeah, really? <laughs> I love that song. I actually haven't played that in a long time. Thelonious Monk tunes are great. This is happens to be one of my favorite ones to play because it's actually not too difficult to play, which is kind of a relief because sometimes, um, like I'm thinking of like, uh, like I don't know, Bemsha Swing, other tunes that are like a lot more complicated uh, that are Thelonious Monk tunes. 
So, uh, Brent's current top six, uh, I'll Be Seeing You, Secret Love, Polka Dots and Moonbeams, My Shining Hour, Freight Train, and Let's Cool One. So, hopefully, out of this list of 40, you were able to hear a few that may have piqued your interest or in the category you were like, okay, yeah, I don't know a lot in that category. I should probably learn a few jazz standards. So, my call to action for you is to go ahead, learn one of those jazz standards this month and see how you do on it. All right, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Do appreciate it. Um, By the way, if you do need help learning jazz standards in a sustainable way, where you're doing it with other people, you're getting all the resources you need to learn that jazz standard, and you're only doing one a month, then a good thing for you to do would be to sign up for our LJS Inner Circle membership. We learn one new jazz standard a month, We also have access to lots of courses that help deep dive into different aspects of playing jazz. And it's an amazing community of musicians that is just a ton of fun to be around and learn and grow with. Um, Like they say, you know, proximity is power. Like the more people that you're around that are excited about something, the more excited you're going to get, the more motivated you're going to get, and the more you're going to learn from those around you. So ljsinnercircle.com is where you can sign up for membership. Would love to have you join us. All right. We're going to be coming out with a great episode of the podcast coming up soon. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you soon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS podcast brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.